Hey everybody, Mark here. Welcome back to this episode of Beers and Careers, which is always brought to you by the good folks at the Davis Companies, www.daviscos.com. That's D-A-V-I-S-C-O-S.com. Davis focuses on engineering, IT, and manufacturing skill sets. So if you're looking for your next gig or you're an employer looking for some top talent, don't hesitate to reach out to the good folks at Davis. Today's guest, Hillary Crook. Um, Hillary is an incredible person, incredible woman, and accomplished athlete. And uh, we kind of um, take a bit of a detour here from the business world and really document how her career path has also been fairly nonlinear, unexpected. But like so many of our guests, she's loving what she's doing every day. And all the turns along the way um, really prepared her for what she does day in and day out today, which is a teacher. So. I'd love, uh, love for you to check this podcast out. Um, it's, it's got a lot of the similar themes of mentorship, um, giving back, as many of the other podcasts do, but certainly through a different light. So check it out. Let us know what you think and uh, hope you enjoy. You got your timer? We're recording. <laughs> I'll click start. Mark it's, problems. It's a Monday on Beers and Careers, but uh, Hill, Cheers. thank you very much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Hillary has her water, and I'm drinking a <laughs> seltzer water on this episode of Beers and Careers. Um, Hillary Crook, physical education teacher in the Mansfield Public School District. That's me. Is it district still? Yeah. I don't know. Sounds like yeah. a Mighty Ducks thing. Um, <laughs> but um, Hill has a fantastic story, in my humble opinion, <laughs> of, uh, of someone who, you know, on, on this podcast, we constantly document nonlinear career paths, but also... Uh, one thing is that we also talk to a lot of people who love what they do every day and never assume they were going to do that as part of their uh, day-to-day when they were 12, 14, 18, etc. So that's why I think you're an excellent uh, candidate, Hill, and thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. This is awesome. Now, do you maybe want to let people know, um, kind of, I said you're a physical education teacher in Mansfield, but you're, you do so many more things than that. Do you want to let people know maybe where you're at today and your interests and uh, hobbies, passions, and professions? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, so, yes, I teach high school PE. Um, I've done health as well. Um, right. I also coach the track and field team in the throwing events. That's what I did in high school. Um, but uh, from January to July, I'm a semi-pro women's tackle football player. So, um, I, you know, doing that all week as well. Um, I work at the volleyball games, the basketball games, so I'm pretty involved with sports, sports. are pretty much are just Your life. running my life. <laughs> oh, what, remind me, you said it, but what was the season schedule for Renegades? Um, our preseason starts in January, um, okay. and then our like games start in April, and they go until July, or depending on how long you are in the season. Okay, and like I... Tell us about the Boston Renegades real quick, for yeah. people who don't know about women's professional football. How? How do they not know? Well, they don't. They don't. They don't have cool people <laughs> yeah, like you in their lives. I guess so. Um, so the Boston Renegades are a semi-pro women's tackle football team. So um, we play NCAA rules, tackle, full pads, helmets, the whole thing. Um, we are part of the WFA league, the Women's Football Alliance, um, which is um, a league that has about sixty teams across three divisions. Um, Boston Renegades are D one. Um, and our season starts in April. We play in Revere at um, Henry Delarusso Stadium. Um, 
and then we travel. We'll we'll go to DC, Tampa. We we go wherever. Um, and if we do well, we'll head into the national conference champion or the national championship, and then that's in Canton, Ohio, at the football uh, hall of fame. Which um, you've been to. I've been to in the past. We've been lucky and, and won <laughs> a few times. We've won. How many times now? We're five years in a row. Running, five years winning. in a row. It's yeah. incredible. All right, I'm going to help because Hillary is an incredibly <laughs> humble person. But um, your athletic career is pretty phenomenal. Thank you. Um, you uh, were a state champion in uh, for Massachusetts shot put, right? I was. Three time? Three time. Three time. Um, and then you went to Jacksonville. Yep, Jacksonville JU, University. JU, in Florida. Jack- and uh, how many times were you champion there? Oh, um, I think three times for the conference. Yep. Um, we were the Atlantic Sun Conference then. I'm not sure if it's changed the names, but. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, Chopit was definitely my, all, my jam. And an All American, right? Oh, no. no non, all non, American football. Football, right. Yes, that's right. <laughs> non track. That's right. For, for the Renegades, <laughs> that's right. Um, yeah. So clearly in the top. <laughs> percent of those who of those who did it but what i find interesting is uh like how did you people don't grow up doing shot put no and then certainly um women's tackle football was not a big thing growing up no so like how like can you start by maybe i want to hear about how you got into those things but but i am going to be reminded by andrea that if i don't ask hillary some some rapid fire questions i've completely missed it i got too enthralled in the conversation i've only i only came for the rapid fire i know right so let so let it rip so let it rip (laughs) right now that'll be my teaser before you let us get into it so um in true beers and careers fashion what is your favorite uh, cocktail um espresso martinis probably okay uh Pumpkin beers being a close second. Close second. Mm. So you are entering your season of beer. <laughs> yes. This is it, right? I like, love the fall. I love Halloween. I love the spooky things. I'm very basic. I yeah, love it. But it's phenomenal. It. It's the best weather of the year. I agree, especially around here. So I'm, I'm with you. Do you have a favorite curse word as a teacher? <laughs> <laughs> I don't swear, kids, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I... I guess it's just uh, all of them yes, <laughs> with yeah. the, the moment calls, but I've been trying to be better. So okay, <laughs> um, are you a quote person? Do you have a favorite quote? I I do. I you know I I when I read quotes and I'm like oh that's cool. Then yeah. I don't like commit them to memory. Yeah. yeah. Um, Such a pain. Yeah, and if I read them, I'm like oh that's cool. And one that actually has been sticking with me, especially this past season, uh, the 2023 football season. Um, pressure is a privilege, and it's. Nah. Billie Jean King, and it's just uh, like, it just went really well with how at least I was feeling, mm-hmm. um, just because at the beginning of the season, we're four-time back-to-back-to-back-back champions, and I'm yeah. like, man, we can't lose. We yeah. haven't lost since 2018, any games. Wow. And in my head, I'm like, oh, and then I was like, you know what? Okay. Like, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Like, that's going to, you know, I like that pressure, and then I, you know, with... I saw that quote and I was like, that's the quote. That's, that's it right there. And I love it. Uh, how'd you come across it? Oh, I think, uh, the tennis, uh, the open. Yes. That's where it was. Oh, so, I'm pretty, pretty sure. so pretty recently. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. tennis folks. I don't no, know. That's okay. it, yeah. Um, you know, you catch it. Um, I try to catch, I try to watch a little bit of everything, especially Hundred. in women in sport and, you know, Billie Jean King's just like an icon yes. and, and, 
I think that's actually posted at on some tennis court somewhere. Again, sorry, tennis people. No, I think you're right. And it's um, it's just it's right. It's it's pretty cool. So, mm. so did you lean on that the whole way through? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's easy to be, hmm, like I don't want to say easy. It's um, I guess easier to find motivation when you're the underdog, or if no one believes in you, or if you've never won and thankfully in the renegades case we've won a lot in the past couple of years mm. and everyone's coming for us yeah you know like we are not the, we are expected to win mm-hmm. and that's pressure yeah. um and that that's okay and it, i like that i like that like that that gets me fired up mm. we were the underdogs at one point we won and now we're like i'm like now we're on that that high and <clears throat> i don't want to take that for granted ever and we lost a super bowl in 2017 i never want to feel that again. And I think that's been a motivation for a lot of us. So now that we are on the other side of it and we have that pressure, I'm like, I like this, like, this is where I want to be. And this is what's going to motivate me. And it motivates my teammates and we all push on each other. So, but it wasn't a pressure you felt in the previous seasons. Like after you won two in a row, you didn't feel like in the third time around it. It's it's like (laughs) now this perspective. Yeah. I think, I think in those early ones, I, I think at least, and again, for me, I felt like we were an underdog still. Yeah. Like when we won in 2018, that was the first one as renegades. If women's football, it's, it's been around since early 2000 ish. Okay. And Boston's team has been a bunch of names and oh. different owners. So the Boston history is pretty rich. We have eight total, but the renegades started, I believe in 2016. And so the first national championship as quote unquote, Boston renegades was 2018. Wow. We made it 2017. We lost. It was devastating. Um, and then the next year, where we, you know, we were coming off that like we're not, we're anger, not doing that again. Just straight anger. Mm-hmm. We lost two games in that regular season, um, and we were, I th- you know, I don't think many people were expecting us to win. I, I don't know, um, but we did. And then maybe 2019, it's like we're not a fluke kind of right. like. And then I get 2020. We didn't have a season. Um, and then 2021. Um, I guess maybe cause we had a season off, like quote unquote, you know, from COVID yeah, it doesn't like feel the same way. Yeah, yeah. Like I still count 2020 cause we did all our, all of our conditioning. Yes. <laughs> like we got up to April and then we had, we did all that work and then we didn't have season. Canceled. So, but, um, yeah, maybe we just like, I think this year it's like, okay, five in a row. Like, yeah, people are expecting it. People don't want it. That's right. okay. Right. And I, I hope you don't want us to like, that yeah. gets me fired up. Like, and, uh. So I really like that. Good quote. for you on the perspective change. Um, before we get into how you got there, uh, first job, uh, TG Maxx and Home Goods in Blaineville, Mass. Woo! Love it, <laughs> love it. Oh my god! Customer service. Somewhere Tina's smiling. <laughs> um, favorite book? Ooh. Uh, I guess. Um, I'm always going to say Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, yeah. Harry Potter and Half Blood Prince. Okay. But I also love Memoirs of a Geisha, one of my favorite books. Okay. Yeah. Those are two new ones. I love that. Really? Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. I love that. <laughs> um, Half Blood Prince was what? Number what? Six. Six. Yeah. I am sad to say I only made it through four. Oh, Mark. I know. I know. <sighs> Somewhere Jane's <laughs> mad. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I remember spending time on the Cape reading, reading at, I, at Uncle John's. <laughs> I know. It's like, uh, oh, it's one, of the, it's one of those things. So, uh, uh, Do you know what house you're in in Harry Potter world? No. Oh, God. Mar- okay. 
we got to work on this. No, I don't. I'm like, I'm so bad. I'm so bad. Although I'm going to have a renaissance when my kids get, there, when yeah. my kids are back yeah, into yeah. it. Um, so yeah, so there's the professional football career mm-hmm. and then your athletic career. And then obviously your day job of, of, oh, yeah, of teaching is, is quite consuming, but like, talk to us about how that, how that all, um, how that all happens. So like you become a very accomplished, uh, shot put athlete. Mm-hmm. How, Freshman year, you picked that up, you mentioned? Yeah, that was a fluke in itself. Um, <laughs> like, like Please you do s- tell. <laughs> I mean, like you said, you, you don't go uh, summer camp to go, like, throw shot put in discus, you know? Like, right. it's not talked about much unless you've had track and field in your family. Um, I have two older brothers and then two younger siblings, but I just wanted to do whatever my two older brothers did growing up. So I was always in the backyard playing games with them. Um, I played organized sports, pretty much just soccer up until high school. I didn't do anything else. Okay. Um, and I, you know, I had fun with it and I did that in high school as well. Um, and then in high school, like (laughs) winter came and, you know, again, my brothers were all three sport athletes in high school. Like you're doing a sport like that's just like, or, or you had to get a job. Well, it was the culture of the family. (laughs) I mean, uh, we we're competitive folks. So, (laughs) um, so I was like, I guess I'll do basketball. I'm tall. Hopefully that works out. And it did. I had a really good time. I had a blast with basketball. Um, and then while playing basketball, when I was thinking about spring, I was like, Oh, I'll just do softball. Like I played baseball in the backyard with the guys. Like, I know it's different, but I'll figure it out. out. Like, and if I get caught, I'll figure it out. But um, the throwing coach of my high school um, saw me play basketball. And he, like, came after me after a game and was like, you need to throw shot put for me in the spring. And I was like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> sure. I was so like, recruited freshman year. I guess so. I, got, yeah. I mean, lucky. Um, I'm also very lucky and fortunate that I had a shot put coach. A lot of high schoolers don't have that. And I had one that was exceptional. Like, oh. he through i think now my memory's not the best now but this is but he's he threw i think or attempted olympics and i think he was olympic lift weightlifter as well oh wow so he was very talented very knowledgeable and he knew how to make kids throw far like there was multiple state champion in shop and discus when i was there so wow i was very fortunate and uh so in spring i was like okay i'll just do track and field um again no one in our family really had done it so uh wasn't it you know, when you think of track, you think running. And I'm like, not, not for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a runner. <laughs> I'm, with, I'm with you on that. Do you like, so you're, so you're three sport athlete. Yeah. Um, you make it through like sophomore year. What is your favorite sport at this point in time? This was like really hard. Um, because junior year you start getting looks yes. and, um, my freshman and sophomore year of track and field was very successful. I was really okay. young. As a sophomore, I came second in New England, which okay. I threw like a really big PR that meet. Like it was, it was one of my favorite days <laughs> as an athlete. But um, it just had to make me think a little bit. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm good at this. I'm I'm okay at this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm pr- like this could be something. So it was coming up to the decision sophomore year, uh, junior year of basketball or indoor track mm-hmm. and um oh oh so you okay. i didn't know whether to switch or yeah. not um the previous year in sophomore year we were the number 16th seed in basketball which was the lowest one okay. and we made it to the final four no way and it was like one of the best experiences with a team like the team was special the girls were special we had so much fun 
bawled our eyes out when we lost by yeah. two. Like it yeah. was just crazy. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I can give that up. And then I was like, oh, but if this is something I can do in college that one, I like doing a lot, but also can help financially with college. Like, right. So junior year, I decided to do winter track, which okay. was like real. That was like one of the hardest decisions. I don't regret it. It worked out. Mm. I did okay. I mean, um, so <clears throat> um, that was kind of the turning point of like, this could be something I can pursue after high school. Longer term. Yeah. I mean, if you asked me freshman year going into high school, if I was going to be a, a division one college collegiate athlete, no, no way. Yeah. I would have, I would have been shocked. All I did was play soccer and I just did it for fun. Like I liked it. Yeah. Um, and I knew I was a competitive person, but I think I'm very competitive as yeah. I get older too. I'm like, oh my God, yeah. calm down. Like this is, this is spike ball on <laughs> a Sunday. It like, <laughs> well, it's the company you keep, like, oh. right? You yeah. hang out with a bunch of competitive I, people and you're not that competitive. Yeah. Anymore. Yeah, man. So it's, um, that was kind of like the turning point and it worked out. I mean, state uh yeah one state champion three times and got a couple of yeah i, I was undefeated in my league from junior year on mm. like yeah i and, Surreal and, almost, and right? divisions yeah. yeah it's weird it's like and and as a high school i didn't process it like yeah you're just having fun i'm just having a good time yeah and like this is cool <laughs> really cool and uh it, it was just you know i feel like a lot of times like I don't know if there's this podcast called just women's sports and I listen to it occasionally and they ask like, what percentage do you think is hard work and what percentage do you think is luck mm -hmm. of your career? And they're interviewing, you know, the women's national soccer team, like people yeah. or like pro basketball. Serena Williams. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> Serena, I don't yeah. know. Genetics. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> like, but it's just like, and a lot of them think like a lot of them are like, Oh, it's 95% hard work or yeah. like some people are like no luck. And in my head, I'm like, I think there's some kind of, luck in there because if I went to another high school, I may have never found track and field or mm. any kind of other sport. Like, you know, like I just feel like right place, right time kind of stuff. I get that. And, uh, you know, I, I do work hard. That's a huge part of it. But like, sometimes I'm like, man, like good thing I had coach Cameron, who was my throwing coach in high school. Like, mm -hmm. cause my family didn't know much about track and field. Like, so, yeah. So I feel fortunate in that regard. Um, but yeah. And then went to college. Do you think it was an advantage playing a sport in high school and then ultimately in college that uh, no one in your hyper-athletic family played? Like, was there an advantage in that? As like, whereas, like being the first track and field person? Yeah, like if you had become like a ridiculous basketball player, Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you would be getting some pointers, right? Like, <laughs> like, do you think there was like a, there's a piece of that that worked in your favor too? Yeah, I think, yeah. Um, because we were all in the same boat, like, yeah, especially like my freshman year where we go to state meets and like, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like I'm right. in the corner eating Cheez-Its and I'm about to throw like a shot put, you know, like <laughs> you pick up your new, like any athlete, you pick up your nuances, what you know, what works. And, um, hmm. and like for my parents too, you know, like coming to meets that could be across Massachusetts or like in new England, we had meets in Maine and connect like all hmm. over. So I think that's new. I think that's, um, I guess beneficial in the sense of like less pressure in the sense that like, and I never felt this from anyone, but like if you have a parent that's like a stellar soccer player and yeah. you're playing soccer and then like you can't live up to that hype, that's gotta be hard. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? 
my parents never did that in any regard, but right. it's just, I think, like doing a sport that no one knew. <laughs> it's it's like, just gets okay. its own. I, it was my experience with some sports mm-hmm. based on the, uh, you know, my family dynamic. And it was so yeah. interesting because it was always about attitude and effort were the only yeah. things I got critiqued on. And I was like, oh, that's really healthy. And then I, th- I think I reflect on it a lot now as a parent yep. with children in sports mm-hmm. being like, how am I helping as opposed to hurting? And uh, it's maybe a bit mean to say, but all of the parents who clearly weren't good athletes are the most annoying parents of, of, of children. That has been my uh, quick early on <laughs> youth hockey lacrosse uh, setup. I was like, man, just let, he's yeah. six years old. <laughs> like, let him have fun. Uh, yeah. But I was interested yeah. in your take on it. But uh, that's, yeah. no, that's, that's really cool. So then you go to JU, mm-hmm. accomplished career. What, like, when are you there being like, I want to be a teacher? Is that like from the get go? Like, how do you know no. you want to be a teacher? I did not want to be a teacher when I went into college. Okay. Um, my mom's actually That's a PE teacher. Yeah, okay. My mom was a PE teacher. Okay. And um, in my head, I was like, teachers don't make enough money. And yeah. I, want, I want to make bank. Yeah. And um, But I will say, like, I knew my mom loved going to work every day. Mm-hmm. But, like, it, when you're young, you're like, I don't give a crap. I'll, like, just no. work as long as I'm making money. So I was like, oh, I'll just do business and kind of figure that out. Um, I was like, maybe I'll be, do something in entrepreneurship. I don't know. Yeah. And I took like my, you know, you take your freshman core classes and then they threw it in like my uh, guidance counselor or mentor was like, we'll throw in like a business law class. You know, I did that. I hated it. I was like, this is, I, (laughs) and like I'm taking macroeconomics. I'm like, this is miserable. I hate, I hated it. Um, and at JU, you need 50 hours of community service to graduate. I don't know if that's normal across okay. the board, but uh, I did not. Okay, I did not. I don't know. Um, so at my mom's school, they did like a mentorship. She's like, you can be like her other partner, gym teacher's mentor. Like, so I was a TA essentially. Yeah. Um, and I did that. I believe my Christmas break coming back after freshman year. I'm like, this job is the bomb. Like, mm. it's so much fun. The kids are crazy. You're you know, you're playing games with them. And I was like, maybe do mm. I want to do this? I was like, I would rather do something that I love Yeah. and I don't, you know, not make maybe the highest salary. We know teachers don't, but like, I can honestly say I love going into work every day. That's phenomenal. Yeah. So, so you made that call the winter of sophomore year, freshman, freshman yeah. year. Okay. So you took yeah. that business law class first semester. <laughs> that did me in. I was and like, you were no. like, no. And then you pivot, and you have to get your master's to be a teacher. I do, so yeah. Did you or do we that, do. Did you do that at JU as well? Thankfully, at JU, they, one, had an education program. like I, Right. And oh. they had a physical <laughs> education program. Like, how lucky was I? <laughs> you know, like, right I could have gone right to... Right time. That's what I'm telling you. Like, just a smidge of luck in there. I mean, how many times... Like, and in, like, physical education, a lot of times schools don't offer that specifically. Like, you have to do elementary ed or yeah. whatever, secondary ed. Um, they offered physical education, and they offered a five-year program to get your master's in, like, one oh, year. Yeah. So you would do four years of undergrad work, and then you wouldn't technically graduate. You would just go into your grad right year and then graduate in five years. I was like, done. Ideal. <laughs> Ideal. Did that help athletics at all? Did you ever take advantage of your fifth year? Yeah, it yeah. actually, yeah. Um, uh, I didn't have to pay for school, thank God. And yeah. they paid for my master's as well. Wow. Um, but it worked out because they were like, you know what, this is great. We'll redshirt you. Mm. Uh, I think they were redshirting me my junior year for something. I forget. They're like, we'll redshirt you, and then your your grad year, we got you. I'm like, perfect. And um, it didn't go out that way. Um, one of my teammates got pregnant, so they're like, we need you to come back early. Oh wow! So oh, it, wow. Yeah, yeah. So she. So like, 
I finished my track and career track and field career after a winter season of okay. my graduate. And then so my graduate spring, I had nothing, nothing which was kind of in, in Florida, in North Florida, <laughs> in North Florida. Uh, and I was like, just after seven years of working really hard. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and it worked out cause like you do your student teaching the first half. So your second half's writing your thesis, which was lovely. And you still went to classes and stuff, but, um, it was weird. I remember the first day I didn't have to go to weightlifting mm-hmm. at 6 a.m. Oh. I went. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, Sad. I I went. I just, I was like, I don't, I, I, I couldn't, like, I feel like I went to one or two and then I was like, okay, I'm, I'm slowly getting out of it. Yeah. But then, like, I tried to do um, spin class and I, the seat fell off and I fell and I was like, I'm never <laughs> going back to spin class. <laughs> I like, uh, I get there, it was like a uh, 5.30 a.m. class and you could tell everyone was a regular. Yeah. And I was like this noob and I took yeah. someone, I must have taken someone's bike. Oh. And I like was like fiddling with it because I'm taller and I get on it. It just falls over and like, I was like sliding to the side because your feet are in the mud. I was like, I'm out. Oh. <laughs> Talk about a way to get in and out of something quickly. Oh man. So that was the end of I my athletics at JU, but it was, um, it worked out really well. I feel again, really fortunate. It just, yeah, that's re- really good coaches. That's too. really cool. Yeah. Do, do you, um, how long are you, uh, like out of school before you get wrapped up in the renegades? Like when did, when did you get sucked into women's football and how did that happen? Yeah, this is again, another like weird story, okay. but that's uh, what we're here for. I, I'm going to give you all my secrets <laughs> and weird stories. Um, I'm trying to remember what year it was at JU. I want to say my junior year I was taking anatomy. Okay. And the professor, Professor Dr. Braddock, um, he was quite the quirky man, really funny, but just like all over the place. And he would come up to me and he's just, he would just like grab my shoulder. He's like, you are a specimen. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, thanks, Dr. Raddick. And like all the kids kids anymore. (laughs) The kids are just like laugh. Like I'm in this class of like, I don't know, 2021. I'm just like embarrassed. But he was just like, you're an athlete. I'm like, thanks, thanks. And he's like, um, he's like, you gotta play for my women's football team. And I'm like, that sounds awesome. He's like, yeah. And he was the head coach of the Jacksonville Dixie Blues. Okay. And I was like, oh, that sounds awesome amazing. I love football, but I knew I couldn't do it while being paid to do track. Like my coaches would kill me if I did any other sport. I couldn't even do, I I wouldn't even do intramurals like, um, which I totally get. Um, and I was like, Oh, maybe when I graduate, like whatever. But, um, so fast forward to graduating, uh, come back up to Boston. Um, and I was doing CrossFit for a bit. Um, just to like do something. I don't know if this is common, but like as an athlete, I've been told what to do in the weight room and like on the field all my life. So when I went to a gym, I wouldn't know what to do. I'd be like curls, like bench. I don't know. So CrossFit was nice because they're like, you're going to do all this and you're going to like it. And you're like, yes, you might throw up on the way. And I'm like, okay, I I like that. I also like as someone. I mean, you CrossFit. Yeah. I was like begrudgingly admit I do. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Don't be ashamed. I'm just kidding. I I get uh, that. I've been doing it for like five years now. You know what it filled for me was the gap of um, I missed going to practice. Yeah, I think as like a yeah. former athlete, I really miss I miss the community. I miss practice, mm-hmm. and uh, so now that's what I view it as. It's like I go to practice at six a.m. I get that, I get it. And CrossFit's a good community, you know, that can provide that. Yes, 
Um, and I had a good time. Like, I mean, I had my strengths, but I certainly had my weaknesses oh, in CrossFit. It, they are, All gymnastic movements, they FYI. Are yes, yes. Uh, you're preaching to the choir. You, I'll put heavy stuff on a bar, yeah. but I will not do like a muscle up or I don't even know. I can't even touch my toes, so don't even really, you know. But um, after a while, I was like, I miss being on a team. Yeah. And uh, I was a substitute teacher for two years. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I remember this. I didn't get hired right away. Yeah. Um, well, it's very I, competitive. If those listening, our Massachusetts um, school systems are sought after, which is wonderful, mm-hmm. but it's very competitive to get a job. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. And I had to get uh, certified course, in mass. Yeah. I was certified in Florida. So, um, and in that time, I find, I got hired at Mansfield High School in 2013. Uh, 2013. Okay. Um, wow. Yeah, so seven years after I graduated. Yeah. And I was and back. 10 years back, ago. Damn. Yeah. Time back, is flying. It's, cr- it's weird. Yeah. Um, and I got hired there, and I was like, you know, I'm going to, you know, and the football thing was always in the back of my mind. I'm like, that's so cool. And From I From that teacher? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, when I came home, I'm like, is there a Boston team? Yeah. And at the time, they were the Boston Militia. Oh, I knew that team. Yes. Yes, that was the team yes. name before. Right. Yeah. So I was like, that sounds really cool. But I knew you had to pay to play. And I'm like, I don't have that money. So right. I got hired. Um, and I decided, like, I'm going to work a couple of years at Mansfield, you know, make sure I'm, I'm established. I'm established with my district. Like, I yeah. didn't want to be like, I can't work a football game because I have to go to football. Like, right. I just didn't want to do that. So after a couple of years, um, 2017 or the fall of 2016, I'm like, you know, what? I'm going to go out to a tryout. And I'm mm. going to see. Like, I could be awful. At least I know I tried because mm-hmm. I don't, I think I would have regret if I didn't. And then I tried it. And I'm like, this is really fun. Like I had a great time. The, the girls were nice. And I was like, I think I'm going to do it. Yeah. And 2017 was my first season. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so you long kinda, story so short. So you kind of paved your own way there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You knew it was an opportunity and you, pers- and you just pursued it. I, I tell them this to my kids all the time. The stu- my students, I should say, um, like, don't be afraid to try. Yeah. Don't be afraid to fail either. Like, uh, who cares? Mm-hmm. And and it, that's easy to say now as a 35-year-old and you don't care about things. But, like, as a high schooler, you know, they're always worried about people are watching them or are they going to look not cool? And I'm like, especially in the sporting world, try. Like, yeah. try the things. Try a new position or, like, shop. But, I, like, I'm like, I don't care if you foul as long as I know yeah. you're hucking it. You as know, like, you're trying your heart. Like, that because you might be able to catch it and you might get a really good throw. Like, Mm -hmm. so I just kind of was like, I'm going to try. And if I embarrass myself, then yeah, they'll never see me again. (laughs) Do you feel like, do you feel like you, um, do you feel like the phys ed teaching is like more of a calling than anything? So like I, so, you know, I went to a Catholic high school. Yes. And the constant thing you learned about in Catholic high school is vocation. The concept of a, the concept of just vocation. That okay. it's like, well, it's one thing to have a job yeah. or a career. It's another thing to have a calling. Like this is Ooh. like this is like this is what you were put on this planet to do, kind of thing. Yeah. Which, like, as a fifteen-year-old, is a pretty heady topic. <laughs> um, and I and I and I still think it's um, I still think it's a pretty interesting one to entertain. But like when I think of like what you're doing today and you're like the way you light up when you're talking about um, the students, like, do you feel like, like, and I know you said you loved it when you went and did that uh, little bit of community service, for lack of a better term, um, winter freshman year. But like, was it more than that? Was it more than fun? Did you feel like that was your best way to um, bestow your gifts back to a degree? 
Yeah. I, I, and especially that I got hired at my old high school, I felt mm. like I was giving back to them what they gave to me. Like I felt like, mm. you know, it wasn't like they planned to be like, you're coming here and I'm going to, we're going to get you on the fast track to a full scholarship. But like, I just felt like I had such support, great support as a student. Mm. Um, like, you know, from like teachers and administration, like as like a state champion, like they, they were so nice and like supportive and like really proud. And then when I got hired there, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to try to do my best to give these kids what I had. I had a great high school experience. Yeah. And like, whether it's, coaching or in gym class like support or just being the crazy gym teacher that i am like whatever it may be like i have some kids that just come to my office just to hang out like yeah. and if they just want to chat that's fine you know so i i guess it is a calling i i feel like i could do other jobs but i feel like i'm in the right place yeah at the right job because i feel like listening to you talk yeah you don't appear to me like you have a favorite part of your day like it's not class, it's not office hours, it's not coaching, it's mm -hmm. not playing, mm -hmm. which I know is a bit tangential yeah. to like your day in day out paycheck, yeah. but like you kind of like it all. It's awesome. In equilibrium. Yeah, man. It's yeah. it's. I feel very fortunate. That's awesome. Like, That's like a, I like going into work every day. Do like, you do you think about it a lot? Yeah, I think as I get older, I yeah, do. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> And I make it my like we sound like we're like eighty yeah, and we're all years old. I know. <laughs> but like you just have this time to reflect as you get older, and you're like, oh, like you know. Well, you're asking yourself, why am I doing this too? Yeah. When well, it's hard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's sometimes like especially with football, like you're hurting and yeah. You're, you're, like I dri like driving to Revere, it's an hour and a back hour at ten because mm -hmm. it's rush hour, and then like an hour back, Revere. I'm home at Revere, baby. Yeah. Um, uh, and like so I get home day. at like 1130 and I'm showered in bed by midnight, but then I got to wake up at like six, five thirty six the next day. Yeah. There's some days where I'm like, whew, this, mm. this is tough. It's impressive. You still carry that. It's schedule. Some, some day, like, again, it's not easy, but then like, you know, you have a good, you have like one good day at work or you have like one good mm. play at practice and you're like, oh. It's worth it. It's awesome. It's worth it. Oh, yeah. And then, like, you have game day, and, you know, again, we've been successful, and you're like, oh, I see this hard work pay off. Yes. And, like, that's that's uh, the the journey's way more important than the outcome. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel. Like, when I look over at seasons, I think about more of the practices and, like, the fun times with my teammates. And, like, the games are important. Um, but, like, you kind of just think of it yeah. as a whole. It's that's, cool. It's cool. As... Um, as where you sit today, how have you seen women's sports evolve mm. since maybe I'm going to go go back as far as you want, but obviously since your freshman year of high school? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely been some leaps, I will say. We have yeah. a lot more to do. Yeah. But, uh, I, you know, I never heard of women's football, like, until right. college. Um, I think, like, it's such a small... <laughs> niche of people like yeah. it, you know it's it's a small demographic of people that are reaching out to see women's football um but like if we we're talking about like the women's national soccer team i think they're putting women's sports on the map just because mm -hmm. they're super successful especially yes. in the u.s right i mean we didn't do the great in the world cup but like we're yes. but like girls are seeing that and mm -hmm. that's huge um i think tennis is like you know the WNBA. um yes. i think that's putting you know women's sports on the map um I think it helps with like social media, um, 
those teams really trying to get names out. Like as the Renegades, we're trying to put out a lot of stuff so people see us and hear yeah. about us and come watch us. Um, so I feel like women's sports are being a lot more talked about than maybe when I was in high school. Yes. Um, ESPN segments. Yeah. Just like I the think, basic and, stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, and th- like, again, we have more work to do, but it's, it's really nice to see these things like women are in the top 10 plays and yes. like, um, and like even in, we can say that even about like sports that don't get much coverage are getting, and that's mm-hmm. important too. Um, I think just like the visibility for girls to see, Oh, I can do that when I'm older. Yeah. Have you noticed a change in your career as a teacher based on the uh, prevalence of women's sports becoming more mainstream? Like, have you, have you noticed any impact on the student body? Um, I think mm, that's a good question. Um, I haven't really like talked to enemies, st- the female students or anything like about professional athletes. Like they asked me about my like day cause I'm there. Yes. I think that's important because then they see they're seeing me do it. Mm. Um, yeah, the role model. Yeah. Asterix, I did not do. I'm just a giant kid that still wants to play sports. Right. I did not do this for, right. to be a <laughs> like a, an icon to be a, to be a <laughs> like, podcast. Star. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, it just happens. Like sometimes, like a lot of parents have come up to me and they're like, "Oh, I saw your your team's documentary, or we watched you guys mm. on ESPN too, and we think it's so cool." And I'm like, "That's awesome!" Like, yeah. So, I, I mean, I don't know if I've seen much of a trend. It's, it's also hard because my high school or where, and my where I work, we're a very sports-heavy town. So, like, you are. most kids play sports. It's not like I said, oh, you know, not many girls played sports, but now they do. Like, yeah. I think that's always been kind yes. of the trend at Mansfield. Um, so, I don't know if I've, like, actually seen much change. But I, I do think that Because women, we, grow, we grew up in a post-Title IX world. Yeah. Right. I mean, and we could just sign up for sports. Right. But right. I mean, uh, I don't know what they would do if like if I was an eight year old and I wanted to play football. Like, right. Would they have let me play it? I don't right. know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like because but we I've seen girls on peewees and uh, high school teams now. playing. Yeah. Oh, OK. It, and, and you know, not just as kickers. Too. Right. Yeah. So that's growing. Um, I don't know, though. I, we did. Yeah. Like this is 50th year of Title Nine. Right. This year? Did I make yes. that up? <laughs> no, I think you're right. Because I was going to say, I think... Ooh, Title IX. Title IX. Now, I'm, I have a Google machine <laughs> here. Uh, Title IX year. I think you're right. 1972. So we just... We just, just did 50 So years. it's 51. Yeah. But I am very thankful that I've had the opportunity to do sports. Yes. Yeah. Um, because I wouldn't... I think I'd be lost. And I feel like women who didn't have that opportunity, like they could have found something, you know, so. Well, also, like, pretty cool that you had the role model of your mother Mm -hmm. doing that in a time when it wasn't as prevalent. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, like, and in our family, too, like, aunts and uncle, you know, everyone that played, like. Yes, full disclosure, Hillary and I are cousins. Yes, spoiler alert, (laughs) we are cousins. That's how I got on this podcast. No, it's not. (laughs) No, it's not. Her record speaks for itself. Um, But, yeah, like, our our family's very competitive and Uber. Yeah. And like, and so, yeah. And my mom was a college volleyball player. Um, and like my dad was a college football player. Mm-hmm. Like it's just something you do. So it's nice to see. Um, and I think, you know, the sky's the limit with that. Like we can, there's so much more mm. we can do. Um, but visibility is key. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Do you, um, do you feel, do you feel like you're going to be able to play football for a long time? <laughs> 
It seems like it's. It seems like it's got. <laughs> I, I I can't think that D one shot put was easy, but I yeah. think it's got to be easy. Less contact. On, yeah. Right. Like <laughs> just so much. No more one hit me. Out of your control. <laughs> yeah. Um. And I'm getting. We're we're getting older. <laughs> we're 84 years. Right? <laughs> 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 Um, we should have done this with gray wigs. I know, on. Really, put a filter really, on. Really good. Um, you know, I, I now it's season by season for me. Just I'm I'm kind of bummed I started so late in the game. I started when I was 29. Yeah. Um, yes. And after years of sport, like heavy lifting, probably since I was 14, like my joints aren't the best that they used to be. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I just kind of. For me, it's like season by season how I feel. Um, for me, if I know that I am not going to be able to put out my best product, I'm not going to come back. Yeah. Um, my job is too important. Like on the field, I can't be slow. Compromising other yeah. people. Yeah. Um, I literally protect the quarterback. So right. if I'm not going to give, if I know I'm not up to my standard, then I'm not going to come back. Mm. That's kind of I get how that. it is. Yeah. I get that. But I'm just trying to grasp to like <laughs> these last years of playing a team sport because – they're not forever. I know they're so. they're not forever. What's next in the um, What's next in the teaching coaching world for you? I feel like there's always something. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, that's another thing. That's just I, I just try to get to work and uh, hope for the for the new school year and see. I mean, with yeah. When do you guys back Wednesday? No, um, we are after Labor Day. Oh, lucky. Yeah. Some. Yeah. 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 yeah I, guess, a, I guess you're a teacher, so you have a different um, view on that. Sometimes I like to get back early just to get the kids kind of situated and then have that long weekend. Get it rolling. We it's start really not a big we, deal, but that's just like my mind. <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm OCD that way. Like yeah. my kids go back Wednesday. Yeah. So do they do Wednesday, Thursday? Wednesday, then, Thursday, then yeah. off Friday through that's Monday. That's nice though, because they can kind of get themselves. I yeah, mean, a couple bus runs. You're you got younger ones. I got the high schoolers. Yeah. Like when like we give them their you know syllabus and lockers and kind of just get that, and then we can get to that content when yeah. we get back. But it's all good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're next week. Um, trying to think. I mean, we're you know I. Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. I, uh, I I think with like for track, um, every season's different too. Um, I stepped back from spring track because of football. I just yeah. I couldn't do it. Um, so I put a lot of my energy and all my energy into the winter track season. So mm. it'll be fun to watch that. We'll see how we do. Um, do you struggle balancing that season with your career? Like, is it ever it, like when you, you talked about the late nights and the ride, but yeah. is it ever like also do you feel like you're making trade offs that, uh, that you don't love? With just renegades concurrently yeah. with that spring season because it goes in the summer and then you're probably pretty good in summer, right? Yeah, summer's uh, less stressful. Sometimes it is. Yeah. But like sometimes, you know, when you're so busy and you're just on the go, like things you feel a little bit better, if that makes sense. Like sometimes, the, especially the, the first time of like first couple days, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to sleep in and yeah. I'm going to lay around until prep. And then like, you feel like kind of like crap, crap. Yeah. crap. And I'm like, I wish I had my six hour, seven hour day at work of mm -hmm. yelling at kids <laughs> and, yeah. and then like kind of get that going. Um, so it has the pros and, con pros and cons. Um, I feel like my body gets used to it pretty quick too. Like it's, um, it's not too bad. Yeah. It's, we crave it, routine. Yeah. I we, love it. We crave love routine. It, man. I got to ask you, cause you brought it up a couple of times, how fortunate you've had on the, on the, um, right place, right time, but also coaches and mentors. It's, mm -hmm. it's funny. Um, most of the people we've had on this podcast to date have been people with like straight up business degrees just because uh, those are the circles I run in at this point in my life. But I, what I love about um, talking to you 
and looking at your background was a lot of the same themes came up, like trying things you didn't, um, your whole like, don't be afraid to fail concept, yeah. which is like cliche, but like, it's very it's hard true, to though. live, <laughs> yeah, and, but it's very hard to like live it out. And then also sing it from the rooftops, you know, yeah. that other people should do it. So like, that's been a concept, the concept of like you not realizing that, um, you're going to be doing what you're doing today. Mm -hmm. You know, you'll say you stumbled into it. Who knows how that, how that path will, uh, happened, yeah. which is a, which is a common concept. And then also the concept of like mentorship and coaching constantly comes up on this podcast. Like yeah. find yourself a mentor. And every time I ask someone to find yourself a mentor, they're like, well, you don't really find them. You know, you just start asking people and they kind of graciously accept you. But I'd yeah. love to know from your perspective, like, can you share with us maybe when I say the word mentor or coach who comes to mind and, and why and, and what they did for you and, and maybe if you impart any of that forward. Oh, man. I got a couple, actually. I feel yeah. really yeah. Again, lucky, just fortunate. Um, and they're all, like, kind of at each phase of my life. Um, oh, cool. And it, they all tie in with sports because that's yeah. my life. Yeah. But, like, my first one would probably be my coach, uh, throwing coach from high school, Coach Cameron. Mm -hmm. And he was not – he was loud, obnoxious, uh, <laughs> like – super caring guy, but just, uh, rough. Like yeah. he wasn't polished. Like he would just tell you right to your right. face. He probably wouldn't make it nowadays, but <laughs> <laughs> like he would just be like, you're going to throw that damn shot, put it as far as you can. And that's like the edited version. Yes. Be like, okay. Um, but like, again, he just kind of pushed me, mm. always pushed me. And like, he even took like the summer of my senior year. He was like, we're going to work out in the summer at the oh. track. Like and before college. Yeah, like oh, my cool. senior year fall, like yeah, it was going to be. Cool. And like he didn't get paid to coach, mm. by the way. He volunteered his time. Mm. And he had probably at least five state champions before me. Like, wow. so he he would just come to the school. Like he gave his time and and his money. Like he didn't he didn't get paid. So um, and he just kind of opened those doors for me in really that cool. regard. Really cool. And then in college, my my throwing coach, uh, uh, Bambi Carson, well, Bambi Brundage now, um, but she, uh, she was a young coach when I got there. She was probably like 29. So okay. that's pretty young. Yeah. Um, and we definitely like going back and looking at it. I just saw her this a couple of weeks ago, but like we look back on it and we're like, wow, we went through some growing pains mm. together. Yeah. And like, you know, you don't think about it then, but like, um, she also pushed me too. like there, there were days at track practice where I just like cried and I don't cry. I'm not a crier, but like, I'd be so tired and yeah. it'd be something like you need to hold one leg up for 30 seconds and then you got to do another sprint. And I like, you'd be so tired. Like I'm like, my body would just like be shutting down and mm. I'm like, I'm crying cause I'm getting mad at myself and my body and like, but she'd be pushing me mm. and like, uh, I just, I like that as an athlete. Like I want to be broken down until, so I know on game day, <laughs> like you yeah. can't touch no me. No one's worked harder. Yeah. Um, and she's just, she was super talented, but also had really good knowledge, even for a younger coach. And like, we still talk to say, like I said, I saw her a couple of weeks ago and we just, we just laugh at it now. We're like, now that she's, you know, whatever, 40 something, but we're just like, wow, <laughs> we grew together, but now we're like maturing and reflecting on it. It's, it's pretty cool stuff. And then now, um, since I have no football background, right? Like right. nothing, I, you grew up in New England. You're a Pats fan. Like, love football. Love watching it. But I had no idea what the line did. Like, yeah, I don't know what a left tackle's doing. Like, 
Right. I don't even know who. You weren't like, watching that part of the no, game. Uh, right. Who watches the line <laughs> besides linemen? I, I watch them now. I'm like, oh, look at that pull step. Oh, that's so great. Um, but uh, I get to the, you know, and I have we have really good coaches, but a lot of times we have to lean on our teammates. And um, our seasoned veteran, Amanda Alpert, she was, she's been, she played 19 seasons. I think this wow. last one was 19. Um, and she was, um, pregnant the year I came by. So she was like assistant coach and she mm. taught me everything from just like down blocking, uh, pass setting, like just all the foot little things and just had the patience for me. And she's an athletic director. So she's worked with kids too. Like, so yeah. we're connected in that way. And like, um, and she threw shot, but like, it's just weird, but like how that all works shot out. Shot putters like make really good linemen. Everyone just, yeah, it's that's, a beautiful that's thing. The, uh, <laughs> that's the practice ground. Yeah. So it's, and, and I just, I'm f for all three of them, just like forever thankful for their patience and their mm. knowledge and like taking time because as a coach, I know I can get frustrated too. Like, cause I think I'm still an athlete. Like you yeah. want to go and compete for them or, you know, you want, and it's hard to sometimes be always patient or. You know, you want your athletes to do so well. And like, I'm and my my poor kids. I'm like, I'm never mad at you guys, but I just want you to do well. Mm. And it's 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 a hard balance. I was gonna say, is that the hardest transition for you, going from athlete to coach? Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be tough. Yeah, like I think football's saving me a little bit because I can be that athlete still. Mm -hmm. I love coaching, but it's a different ball game for me, and it's it's stressful. a wild amount of patience required. Yeah, and stressful in the way that like I the kids are awesome. I love them. They're always they work so hard. It's just trying to find that line like, and I'm always trying not to be like, well, back in my day, I used to do that. Like, I don't want yeah. I don't want to be that person. So they, so the, the you know they deal with me, but it's it's an awesome gig. Like the the I I love it. It's just weird. Yeah. I think that's gonna be the hard pill for me to swallow when I'm like done with football too. Yeah. I feel like when you're done with football, you're going to find there's something else. You're gonna I got, I got to find something. I know, right. I can like, I can, I don't know what it is either, but I can I tell. Um, uh, my dad says he wants me to golf. So, Oh, I think that's a I wonderful mean, idea. Golf is in our family, it but is. I talk uh, about something that, uh, frustrates you. Cause that's me. Well, no, when you said, when you said to me, um, when you said, uh, you know, when someone asked me about my experience, I don't think about winning. I, I think about the practices mm. and like that kind of stuff. So I immediately thought about two things, which was uh, my own athletic career. When I think about it, I don't think about games. I only think about practice mm -hmm. and weight rooms and yeah. stuff like that. Cause that's where the laughs were. And that's yeah. where like the incredible frustration and angst was. You find yourself in those two, right? Yeah. That's what, like, that's the actual character development. Oh, I did that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the other thing I thought about was golf. I don't, I never think about, I never think about like the totality of golf. I think about horrific golf shots and wonderful golf shots. Uh, word on the street is Mark is a very good golfer. Everyone. Oh, That's not, what I've heard. not as, not as storied <laughs> as some of our family members, but uh, I can get it around. Yeah. I can get it around. See, that's where the pressure will come. If I do golf, it's too much. <laughs> we have to be it's good. <laughs> too much. Uh, yeah. No. There's a lot of, there's a lot riding on that. He's like, it's nice. It's a great sport. You, you know, and I'm like, it's great, but oh. it's frustrating. Man. He just wants you to get good so he can play in those father daughter oh, tournaments and he won't play with me yeah. well i'm too slow right now <laughs> <laughs> i can't keep he's up gonna, with him i'm gonna, just like he's gonna work on it um, maybe pickleball i just found oh, that out i love yeah. pickleball which is wonderful it's a great game it is and yeah. sweeping america yes it is radically yeah. i love it um awesome hill i i love i love your story i i i will admit like talking to you and hearing about like the things you're involved in 
there's like a version of me that goes, I'm like jealous she does that every day. <laughs> like, and you're like, I'm a big kid who likes to play sports every day. It's like, ah, uh, I like somehow believe that I am too. I just have to like go to an office for eight hours of the day. But yeah, you should just come to a gym class. Too. It's yeah, the tr- it's the tr- it's the <laughs> Throw truth. Throw a couple dodgeballs, you know, play some mat ball, kickball, whatever I, you want to do. I think I think we all. <laughs> I don't know how old we were, but let's just say somewhere between probably eight and fifteen years old. Didn't we all want to be gym teachers? I mean, it's, if you were a sports person, yeah, if you were a yeah, sports yeah, person, yeah. right? Like if you were like, no way, this yeah. guy has been playing dodgeball for eight hours. This guy plays it every block. Right. And we were always going back to class sweaty, <laughs> being like, it's already over. It's like, no way. Like, I, but it's, the, it's the truth. It's like it's, that person looked like they were having some of the most fun. And, and, and I'll also, I, I think we, um, sometimes under realize how big of an impact that person was having on us. Yeah. Because we weren't sitting down in a classroom, yeah. and you couldn't probably remember what you were taught, but yeah. man, were those uh, character building moments. So. Absolutely, I mean, that's what sports are all about, right? They so, are. Sorry if whoever listened to this and doesn't like sports. I know this, this wrong, is wrong, all, pa- you're, you're wrong podcast skip, for you. Skip I, it. I think um, <laughs> I think there was a guy uh, that I had on the podcast that I lived with when I was fortunate enough to live in Australia, and the signature. He's a business coach, and the signature in his email. And I'm going to butcher it. It's either from Plato or Aristotle, but it's a uh, an hour's worth of play is more than a day's worth of conversation. That's a good quote. Right? Isn't that good? You learn That's more great. about someone that way than anyone else. So I really I just that. want to say thank you so much for coming on the podcast, sharing your story of uh, your journey and how, uh, honestly, it's, it's very similar to some of the business journeys. It just yeah. has uh, some different flavors to it, but similar themes. So I, I, love I, it. I loved you sharing it. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This was cool. And, uh, you know, I know you only invited me because I'm your cousin. So. Go, go Renegades. Go, <laughs> go Renegades. Renegades. When, yeah. when, when the Renegades season will start? Uh, next April. Um, okay. If you guys are interested, um, all of our games are actually on YouTube. If yes. you want to check it out, it's on, um, if you do Boston Renegades on YouTube or Revere TV, they film us. Okay. Um, and so it's pretty decent quality stuff. Um, and bostonrenegadesfootball.com if you so want to check it out. That season starts next April, May. Yeah, ne- next April, May. And if you're interested in trying out, we have tryouts in the fall. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't and, know the dates off the top of my head. And uh, I believe um, a, a year from now in October, you'll be getting married. I, I will be. <laughs> you'll be getting oh, yeah, married, that. Right? Like that whole thing going on. <laughs> Poor too, Dan. So. I'm just like, mm, what? <laughs> I, there's a summer. We'll Sorry, bring you I know. on the podcast <laughs> later, Dan. <laughs> Let's, well, <laughs> he's like, I don't want to talk about renegades anymore. No, uh, last summer, I was, again, fortunate. We won. Uh, so I got a ring there. And then I got a ring because um, we didn't even talk about this, but I was on Team USA. Oh. Uh, I, we we got to wrap up no, the no, pod now. No. I got to hear about I this. I totally forgot about I gotta it. I got to hear about this. Come <laughs> so on. Bad. Anyway, well, I know about it, but I need to like hear the details about this. Sorry, Andrea. I hope this isn't too long. It's fine. Um, No, so but I got a ring for Team USA or a gold medal, and then I was proposed to, and so it was the summer of three rings. It was awesome. It was awesome. I was like, I don't know if I can top this one. (laughs) Right? Oh my Uh, goodness! And then I we won this past summer, and I was like, poor Dan. (laughs) Poor Dan has to compete with a Super Bowl ring and a five of them and a gold medal and a gold medal. But I mean, in a season. Like I don't, want take, I don't want to take anything away from your Super Bowl no. ring, but yeah. a gold medal. It's pretty cool. It's kind of like the cool. pinnacle of sport. Oh man, I yeah, I um, I don't know how we didn't get to that. Kind of. I blame the interviewer. I do too. That's he what sucks. I would say. He's, he could use a new job. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, we'll do it real quick. I, I'm, um, but uh, last 
March, we had tryouts for Team USA uh, women's tackle football um, to go play in a tournament in Finland mm -hmm. in July. Yes. Uh, August, sorry, August of July of 2022. Last year, yeah. Last August. Um, so I just, again, I was like, I'll try it. Yeah, <laughs> like, give it a whirl. I don't know, man. Like, I, I you know, I, I feel like uh, I was like, I, I know I'm a decent left yeah. tackle. Like, I'm a decent lineman. I got good size. I can move, too. So, like, I'll try. If I yeah. don't make it, that's fine. It's not a big deal. Um, and for the first time in a long time, this the the World Games often fell in the season of our football season. Oh. So this year they bumped it past it. So I was like, oh, I'll definitely do it. Because mm. to me, and this isn't any disrespect to Team USA, but I didn't want to risk myself getting hurt yeah. to play with Team USA to not be able to finish with the Renegades. Like, yeah. That's how my head thinks. Um, but it worked out. So I was like, I'll try out. And lo and behold, I found out I made the team. So it was like 200 people tried out. Ooh. 45 made it. Eight linemen made it. Wow. So Good for you. Thank you. Top I was, eight I was, in the world. Yeah, I was stoked. It was, it was cool. Um, to be honest, like the first day of tryouts, I thought I did terrible. I was like just mad at myself. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I redeemed myself second day. I was like, yeah. we're good. Like, it's fine. Um, and then so the Renegades had our season. We won there. That was great. And then. We were in Ohio for the Super Bowl. I flew back home a week later. I was back in Ohio for training, training camp. Yeah. We were at like Walsh University, which is a nice little small school. And we were just, uh, we had like two a days. We were there for a week. It was like summer camp. Yeah, it right was back awesome, in a, man. Yeah, oh. meeting new people. Oh, meeting new people. You like slept in the dorms. Yeah. You, you ate at the cafeteria. Yeah. Two double sessions a day. Like, Nothing but football. It, and um, our head coach was Callie Bronson, and she's actually um, part of the Brown Cleveland Brown staff. Okay. Um, and she would be like, you guys only have to worry about football. Like, this is the one time in your life, like, yeah. football is your job. Like, yeah. this, And it was, like, oh, so awesome. That kicks ass. It was, it was like, ugh, the camp was awesome. Like, yeah. it, and it's funny I never, we're talking about <laughs> camp, not the game. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, it, as a kid, I always wanted to do, like, sleepaway camp, but I never did. Yeah. And so... Yeah, I'm just living my childhood Ew. dreams Ew. as an adult. Well, you man. said when we came in here, you're like, "What are we going to talk about?" And I was like, "Just your journey." And you're like, "The journey." And I was like, that's all we've talked about. So you've been, oh, you've sorry, been, listeners. you have been perfect. You've been perfect. Real quick, last yeah. rapid fire: Who was the best team you played in the World Cup? Ooh, or World Games? Um, we played three games. We played Germany, Finland, and in the gold medal round, we played Great Great Britain. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to go with. Finland. Finland. Very physical, strong. Home turf. Yep. They were just yeah. like bulldogs out there, man. And I have two Finnish players that play with us at Boston Renegades. So oh. I know their mentality oh, okay. and they okay. are ruthless. Okay. So I knew that coming in. Um, and they're they're both all Americans here. So oh, they're all right. studs. There you go. And my roommate Ruth, who plays on the Boston Renegades, also played on Great Britain. So we played each other in the gold no medal way. game. That's so much yeah. fun. She's a running back. So we didn't we weren't on the field together, but it was like Surreal kind Weird. of Weird. I was yeah. like, we have to win, though, because we're yeah. not going to lose this You just down. gave me some um, <laughs> Mighty Ducks 2 D2 vibes. Give it to me. With, oh. with the Finland. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the evil Finns. That's where that's that's the stage of life I'm at at home. But, uh, well, I'm glad we got that in. But, yeah, that was that was a blur. Anyway, no, last summer hell. rocked. This one did, too. I'm excited for the next yeah, year. Yeah, congrats again. <laughs> thanks again for coming Mark, on the podcast. Mark, thank you. This was cool. Um, thanks, Davis companies yeah. you guys are hey, the bomb we're just having, having, a, <laughs> having a good time recording combos yeah, so i love it thanks again and Thank uh, you. catch you soon all righty